Hey there, Sean. Hope your day is shaping up to be a good one. No matter where you're tuning in from today, we're here to keep you informed and ready for the week ahead. So let's jump right into today's top stories. Starting off with a leap into the future, Waymo has just gotten the green light to expand its self-driving taxi service further in California. That's right, from San Francisco to Los Angeles and select cities on the peninsula, Waymo is gearing up to deploy its Waymo One service. But not everyone's on board with this autonomous advancement. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Welcome to Up Next from PocketPod News. In fintech news, the landscape continues to evolve with startups now specializing in helping other startups wind down operations. And amidst this backdrop, Klarna is making waves with its new AI assistant and gearing up for a potential IPO. Plus, we've got updates on Google Pay's sunset in the U.S. and Cash App shaking things up with a competitive savings rate. Lastly, astronomers have their eyes locked on the skies as three new moons have been discovered orbiting Neptune and Uranus. With these latest celestial finds, our understanding of our own solar system continues to expand. Who knows what else is out there waiting to be discovered? This message is brought to you by PocketPod. Say goodbye to one-size-fits-all podcasts and hello to a fully personalized listening experience with AI-crafted podcast made just for you. Head over to PocketPod.app to join the waitlist. California is once again at the forefront of transportation innovation. That's right. The state's regulators have just given the green light to Waymo, a leader in autonomous driving technology, to expand its robo-taxi services into Los Angeles and parts of the San Francisco Peninsula. But it's not all smooth driving ahead. The expansion comes amidst growing concerns over the safety of autonomous vehicles, especially following a recent incident involving a rival service. To help us navigate through these developments, we're joined by PocketPod News Technology Analyst Katrina Shelton. Katrina, how significant is this approval for Waymo, and what does it mean for the future of autonomous vehicles in urban areas? Steve, this approval is a substantial milestone for Waymo and the autonomous vehicle industry at large. It's not just about expanding a service geographically. Um, it's about the increasing trust in and validation of autonomous driving technology by a significant regulatory body like the California Public Utilities Commission. Uh, the decision allows Waymo to operate its robotaxi services in two of California's major urban centers, Los Angeles and parts of the San Francisco Peninsula, building on its existing operations in San Francisco and Phoenix. This expansion into denser, more complex urban environments signals a growing confidence in the safety and reliability of autonomous vehicles. That's fascinating, Katrina. Can you dive a bit deeper into what this regulatory approval entails and why it's particularly noteworthy? Absolutely, Steve. The California Public Utilities Commission's green light for Waymo to extend its operations is a critical step forward in the company's efforts to scale up its self-driving taxi service. This approval does not come lightly. It reflects an acknowledgement that Waymo has met stringent safety and operational standards required by state regulators. Given that this decision came on Friday without much precedent for such expansive permissions, it underscores a significant level of trust in Waymo's technology and operational capabilities. With Waymo already operating in Phoenix since 2020 and being a familiar presence in San Francisco, how do these achievements place Waymo within the broader autonomous vehicle industry? 
Waymo stands out as an industry leader, Steve. Their early entry into Phoenix and their established presence in San Francisco have given them invaluable experience, not only in refining their technology, but also in navigating regulatory landscapes and public perception challenges. These operations have served as proving grounds for their self-driving systems, showcasing the viability of autonomous taxis as safe, efficient alternatives to traditional transportation methods. Speaking of safety, there have been some concerns around autonomous vehicles following incidents with other companies' robo-taxis. How does this affect public perception and regulatory scrutiny? Safety concerns are indeed at the forefront when we discuss autonomous vehicles. The incident involving a pedestrian being injured by a rival robo-taxi service has certainly heightened awareness around these issues, while such incidents bring necessary attention to safety standards. They also present challenges for companies like Waymo as they work to assure both regulators and the public that their technology is safe. These situations underscore the importance of rigorous testing, uh, transparent operation practices, and ongoing dialogue with communities. There's also been some opposition from local officials regarding Waymo's expansion plans. Can you expand on that? Yes, Steve. Officials from both San Mateo County and Los Angeles have voiced concerns about having sufficient local control over robotaxi operations within their jurisdictions. This opposition highlights an ongoing debate about how best to integrate these services into existing urban landscapes while ensuring they complement public transportation systems rather than create conflicts or safety issues. To wrap up then, Katrina, what would you say are the broader implications of this approval for Waymo and for autonomous vehicles more generally? This approval marks both an opportunity for progress in making autonomous driving technology an integral part of our transportation ecosystem and a moment for critical reflection on ensuring these advancements align with public safety standards and regulatory expectations. As we move forward, developments like these will serve as important benchmarks for assessing how we integrate innovative technologies into society responsibly. That was PocketPod News Technology Analyst Katrina Shelton. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Steve. The fintech sector is buzzing with a range of developments that could redefine the landscape of financial technology. From startups making it easier for businesses to close down to Stripe's valuation skyrocketing and Klarna's AI making waves in customer service, not to mention significant investment activities and even Google Pay planning to sunset its app in the U.S. To help us dive deeper into these stories and what they mean for the future of fintech, we've got PocketPod News Technology Analyst Paige Owens with us. Paige, there's a lot to unpack here. Where do you see these developments taking the fintech sector? Absolutely, Jonathan. The landscape of financial technology is evolving at a remarkable pace. Starting with startups like Sunset and Simple Closure, which are carving out a niche by assisting companies in winding down operations efficiently. This trend is noteworthy as it points to a broader need in the market for services that cater to businesses at every stage of their life cycle, including closure. It's an interesting development because it suggests that as the startup ecosystem becomes more saturated, there's increasing recognition of the importance of managing the end as well as the beginning and growth phases. That's quite intriguing. Now moving on to Stripe's valuation jump. What does this tell us about investor confidence in fintech? Well, Stripe's recent tender offer leading to a 30% increase in its valuation to $65 billion is a significant indicator of investor confidence not just in Stripe, but in the fintech sector at large. The fact that Stripe achieved this without moving toward an initial public offering speaks volumes about its strong market position and growth prospects. Investors clearly see Stripe as a leader in payment processing solutions with a robust business model capable of scaling globally. 
And how about Klarna's AI advancements? What implications does this have for the industry? Klarna's introduction of an AI assistant capable of handling immense volumes of customer service interactions is a testament to how AI is reshaping fintech. Managing two-thirds of its customer service chats within just one month after launch, Klarna's AI demonstrates not only efficiencies but also potential shifts in employment within customer service roles. While it raises questions about job displacement, it also highlights how fintech companies can leverage technology to improve operational efficiencies and customer experiences. Turning our attention to investment activities within fintech, what can we discern from recent funding rounds? The continued investment flow into fintech startups like Symmetric and Embat highlights the sector's vibrancy and potential for innovation. For instance, Symmetric securing $55 million in Series B funding showcases investor belief in the company's value proposition and growth trajectory. These investments indicate that despite global economic uncertainties, investors remain bullish on fintech's potential to disrupt traditional financial services through technology-driven solutions. Now, Google Pay sunsetting in the U.S., what does this mean for consumers and competitors? Google Pay's decision to sunset its app in the United States signals strategic realignment or response to competitive pressures within digital payment services. It could open up opportunities for competitors while also nudging consumers towards exploring alternative platforms. This move underscores the dynamic nature of the fintech ecosystem where adaptability and responsiveness to market trends are crucial. Finally, looking at high-interest headlines like Phoenix expanding into Canada or Robinhood catering to gig workers. How do these developments shape our understanding of fintech's direction? These developments demonstrate fintech's broad spectrum addressing diverse needs from cross-border payments, expansion by Phoenix into Canada, to Robinhood introducing retirement plans for gig workers. Fintech is increasingly touching all facets of financial life. Challenges faced by entities like Tomo Credit highlight that while innovation provides opportunities for growth and disruption, Navigating regulatory landscapes and consumer trust remains critical. Fascinating insights as always, Paige. Thank you, Jonathan. Always a pleasure discussing these dynamic trends shaping our financial future. The final frontier just got a little bit bigger, didn't it? Absolutely. Astronomers using telescopes in Hawaii and Chile have made an exciting discovery, finding three new moons in our solar system. This brings the total to 16 for Neptune and 28 for Uranus. And with these discoveries, we're not just adding numbers to a list. There's a moon orbiting Neptune that takes about 27 years to complete its journey around the planet. That's the longest orbital period of any of Neptune's moons. That's fascinating. And there's more. One of Uranus's new moons is believed to be just five miles in diameter, possibly the smallest of its companions. To dive deeper into these discoveries and what they mean for our understanding of the universe, we'll be speaking with PocketPod News Science correspondent Joel Matthews. Absolutely, Jonathan. It's a thrilling time for space enthusiasts and astronomers alike. The recent announcement from the International Astronomical Union's Minor Planet Center about the discovery of three new moons has indeed sparked a lot of excitement. Specifically, these moons orbiting Neptune and Uranus push our understanding of these distant planets further into uncharted territory. Joel, can you break down how exactly these discoveries were made? It sounds like quite the feat given the vast distances involved. Certainly, the discoveries were made possible through the use of advanced land-based telescopes located in Hawaii and Chile. These powerful observational tools allow astronomers to peer deeper into space than ever before, capturing images and data that were previously beyond our reach. 
The precision and capabilities of these telescopes have opened up new avenues for exploration, enabling the identification of objects as small as these moons from millions of miles away. And speaking about the moons themselves, what can you tell us about their characteristics? Well, among the newly discovered moons, two are found orbiting Neptune, while one circles around Uranus. Notably, one of Neptune's new moons is breaking records with its orbital period. It takes approximately 27 years to complete a single orbit around Neptune. This is significantly longer than any other known moon around Neptune. Meanwhile, the newly identified moon around Uranus is estimated to be just five miles in diameter, which likely makes it the smallest among Uranus's moons. That's fascinating. With these discoveries in mind, what do they suggest about potential further explorations or findings? The discovery certainly hints at a broader landscape filled with yet-to-be-discovered celestial bodies in our outer solar system. Scott Shepard, an astronomer involved in this discovery project, mentioned that there are probably many more smaller-sized moons awaiting discovery around distant planets like Neptune and Uranus. This suggests that we're only scratching the surface of understanding our solar system's complexity and vastness. How do these findings contribute to astronomical research as a whole? These discoveries are monumental, not just for their immediate addition to our moon tally, but also for what they represent in terms of technological capability and human curiosity. They underscore significant advancements in astronomical technology that enable us to study celestial objects billions of miles away with remarkable clarity and precision. Furthermore, they're part of ongoing efforts by astronomers worldwide to map and understand distant parts of our universe, a quest that continually reshapes our understanding of space. It's incredible to think about what lies ahead in space exploration. Joel Matthews, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure, Jonathan. It's always exciting to share such groundbreaking developments with your listeners. That's up next for Monday, March 4th, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Thank you for listening. We hope you have a good day, and we will see you tomorrow.